Warning, the NBA Hole podcast is not intended for children. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Follow us on the Twitter box at NBA Hole Podcast. Hold on to your butts. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the NBA Hole Podcast, episode number seven, How to Study Like a Boss. All right, off the rip, this is not an advice show. I'm just a dude on a microphone. My name is AJ. I am in an MBA program. Today we are talking about studying. Studying, yep, it kind of sucks. It can be frustrating, but uh, growing is never comfortable. When you're learning a new skill, there's always periods when you feel like you have no idea what is going on. Uh, The formula looks like a foreign language. Uh, The words on the page seem to make absolutely no sense. Maybe you've been reading for two hours and then you realize you have no idea what you just read. Maybe you have a homework assignment that's due tomorrow and you're pretty sure that everything on the page is wrong. Uh, You check the number six times, it's still not right. Well, my friends, this is the reason you joined a program in the first place. And it's not just unique to an MBA program. It's really relevant to anything that you are trying to learn that is new. Um, I think we have a problem with this because we live in a society that expects instant results. Uh, We're doing it for the gram, for the Snapchat. Uh, We're living for the likes. We're addicted to the dopamine hits that occur from some type of interaction on an app on our phone. Our thinking is incredibly short-sighted. So the thing about learning something new is that, unfortunately, it is not going to be instantaneous. It's not going to give you that instant gratification. It's going to be really tough. It's going to hurt your brain. But in the end, when you apply these concepts that you've learned to your life, it can, be, can give you a much deeper satisfaction. The satisfaction that I have gained in being in an MBA program is much deeper than just one subject. It's hard to explain, but you get this really deep level of understanding on how everything is kind of working together. It's kind of like a choreographed dance or, I don't know, synchronized swimming. But like exciting synchronized swimming because that shit is weird and old. Uh but learning these subjects isn't always fun while you're in it. Trust me. Look, uh, I did an episode where I talked about finance for a while. Uh, yeah, uh, not fun. Uh, but it is highly rewarding. So when you have a bunch of subjects thrown at you, studying can be incredibly difficult. You feel like you have nowhere to start. You've got so much to cover. You've got so many projects due, and you have no idea how they're going to get done. Well, my friends, you got to learn how to study. So I'm in a U.S. MBA program, if y'all can't tell. Um, and uh, I have some friends that are, are foreign, so uh, English is not their first language, which, oh my God, I can't even imagine doing this uh, in a, in a uh, language that is not my native language. That would be, I, I don't know. Maybe there's a podcast out there for that because I got no fucking clue what that's like. <laughs> um, but I, I know that that one of the things that he was really, really struggling with in uh, some of these different courses 
was trying to absorb and learn all of the material. And, um, you know, you only have so much time to to absorb the material before your midterm and then eventually your final and then, uh, you know, they send you to the next course. Uh, so part of this is learning how to take a test. And in the U.S., um, I don't know, um, I, I think that there's, there's certain tells within a way that a lecture is given and also in a way that um, tests and practice tests are written as well. So one of the things that I like to get out there and, and really understand is are things like reiteration, especially if English is not your first language. Um, in my experience, if a teacher, uh, a professor is reiterating something, that shit's going to be on the test. And, and it may seem... Um, it may seem obvious to some U.S.-based listeners that that uh, yeah, that's that's how you get it. But like, I don't know. Uh, we're not all. We don't all have that um, that uh, experience. So uh, also, I don't know. You see words in bold in your book, <laughs> that sort of thing. I mean, this, this, that's the type of thing that I've been been kind of uh, trying to to look for throughout. Uh, I, I guess ever since in any class I've ever gone through, reiteration. Uh, emphasis, um, you know, uh, practice tests, I think is another one that is something that is, is very key to look for. So, um, I had a finance class and oh my God, some of the formulas in the homework were insane. I mean, I, I kid you not some, some of these problems were two hour problems. Like when you get into matrixed algebra, it, it fucking Christ. I mean, the, the covariance, having to work a bunch of covariances in matrix algebra, and then if I can try and plug that shit into something like, it, it, oh, fuck. You want to beat your head against the wall and you spend hours and hours and hours on doing this shit. But is that going to be on the test? I, I don't know. Uh, so you have to kind of bargain with yourself as, as to like how much time and energy am I going to spend on this? Um, you know, in, in the long run, what, what am I trying to do? What am I trying to get out of this? Am, am I going to want to know how to do matrix algebra in my regular everyday normal life? If you're me, Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. I will pay somebody to do that. Fuck that. Um, I, I would rather spend my time on learning what is on the exam and um, also learning what I think I can apply to my job and to my normal working life. So uh, you kind of take what what uh, what you think is going to be beneficial and you just kind of leave everything else. So that's been my experience. Um, it is that professor reiterating things. Have you seen that before? Well, if you've seen it before, uh, there's a reason why you've seen it more than once. If they just kind of glance over it, okay, probably not going to be on the exam. Uh, you can also just straight up ask them, hey, uh, what kinds of things are going to be on the exam? Hey, uh, are your practice exams... Um, are they uh, accurate as to the type of material that will be on the exam? And they fucking better be. I mean, th these are you're in the long run. 
in one of these programs, you're a customer. You are a paying customer, whether you're called that, you're called a student, I get it. You're called a student, you're a fucking customer. You're paying money for tuition to go there. It is their job to help you. It is not their job to push you through. It is their not, not their job to pass you. It is not their job to make it easy for you by any means. No fucking way. None of that, but it is their job to help you and uh, to help you understand the material, to help you understand what they are trying to teach, what they're trying to drill into your head, because they are going to try to drill some shit into your head, I'm going to tell you that. So, um, I don't know, that's just some little tidbits of ways to break it up into um, how to study for a test, what types of things to expect on a test. Because you get into some of these subjects and there's just so much shit. It's like, are you going to be tested on all of that? And also, is the exam comprehensive? So, um, I don't know. Part of me thinks that things should be comprehensive. But then the other part of me is like, well, I did the midterm. Like, I don't want to have to go back and fucking remember that shit. So, it's probably better in the long run for your brain, which is why you're paying the money to go to one of these programs to have comprehensive exams and try to remember as much as you can. But like, I don't know. We're all humans. You're not going to remember all this shit. That is not how memory works. Memory is not a tape recorder. Uh, It's very fallible. So I don't know. Like I said, take what, take what you can from this stuff and just kind of leave the rest. And the other thing that I've tried to put into perspective in, in all of this is, okay, uh, do I know how to do this? It, it, if I get into a situation, can I reference back a point, you know, almost like a bookmark in my brain? Oh yeah, I remember I did that in this class. And, uh, if I ever need to go back to that, I can go back to my notes. I can go back to one of the folders that I've saved of how to do something like that. And I can sort of relearn from there uh, the process that it, that, uh, we went into rather than having to know how to fucking hand calculate correlation, um, which is insane. You would never do that unless you are a maniac, um, or a crazy person, which I, I don't know if there's much difference between the two, but, uh, anyway, that is a little bit about testing and knowing how to test. Um, the as far as studying in general, um, what I do is break things into chunks. Cramming does not work. Uh, it's it's a bad idea to just wait until an hour before the thing is due to work on your homework, because you're gonna do really bad. You're not gonna remember all that shit. It's just gonna be thrown at you, and you have so much shit to cover, and it's really difficult um, information. So break it into chunks. And decide on a set regular schedule. So kind of the way that I do things is, and I'm in an executive program, so I don't have the luxury, quote unquote, and and I get it. Full-time MBA is like, it's not a luxury, Um, but I can't work on this stuff during the day. Um, So I have basically early, early, early ass morning, and I have the evening and late at night and weekends to work on this stuff. So what I do is I set, I decide and uh, set a regular schedule where 
the first thing, you know, I will wake up at like 5 a.m. and I will start on, and in, in my experience, it's number things. For whatever reason, right when I wake up is a good time for me to start working on numbers. My brain is fresh-ish. I don't know. Um, and usually I don't do it with, with coffee. I try to, I don't know why. Maybe I'm just a masochist. I am in an MBA program. Um, but, uh, later in the evening and on weekends, uh, I like to do reading and I'll, I'll get into time blocking here later on in the show, but, um, that's kind of how I've broken things up, but I will do that six days a week for sure. And then I keep a rest day. Um, whether that's uh, Sunday afternoon, you know, and I'll put day in quotes, you know, if that's Sunday afternoon that I won't work on anything, um, just to kind of reset everything. Um, so, uh, you know, part of this, a big part of this too, is kind of knowing thyself, which is, I think, a, a, almost a paradox in, in a great philosophical um, discussion that you kind of have to have with yourself of, uh, who am I? You know, these existential questions. What What am I good at? How do I do this? So what What uh, um, uh, What What are some best ways that that I can learn? Um, how do I learn? How do I learn the best? So the the knowing thyself is knowing when your brain is better at certain types of tasks. So for me, morning is really good for numbers. Uh, I don't want to read directly in the morning because I'm tired. I just woke up. I just sort of drift off. I don't remember the things for whatever reason I remember numbers in the afternoon uh, or, or the evening uh, weekends. I can read all day long. It's fine. Um, you know, for other people, it, it can be totally different. Uh, but I, I do encourage people to set a regular schedule. I myself have a regular schedule. So it's 5 a.m., um, I'll work for an hour and a half or so on specific projects and I will sort of vary them. I'll say, okay, so I'm doing stats Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and I'm doing, uh, econ Tuesday, Thursday, uh, Sunday, whatever. And I will not deviate from that schedule. Uh, the other thing is take breaks and it sounds really kind of stupid and we'll get into uh, some time blocking but like if you do work let's say you do stats and then you immediately start something else like econ or marketing or something else like uh, what are you doing to yourself like you need a little bit of time for your brain to kind of cool off because you're working a lot of gray matter and I don't know if you don't take breaks, what's wrong with you? So, um, okay, next point that I want to talk about is no distractions during your study periods. And I don't know, uh, just this means no phones. And I mean it. And this is coming from somebody who's got a fucking addiction to that shit. So no distractions during your study periods. Turn your phone off. Have you ever thought about that? Just actually turning it off? It, it, it does. You hold the button and then you slide it. So like, that's how you turn it off. I know a lot of people don't know how to do that. You guys are smart. This is an educated audience. Of course, you probably know how to do that, but there's a lot of people that don't. You can actually turn the phone off. No distractions. Um, okay. Counterpoint. And this sounds insane because I just said no distractions, right? Find a distraction. 
And what I mean by that is not find a distraction for your study period. Find a distraction outside of your study period. Find a fucking hobby. Go do something fun. Get something to get your mind off of this stuff. Because um, primarily for anything creative and, and creativity, and I think I've talked about this on the show before, creativity doesn't have to be some fucking advertising genius. It, it's just solving problems. Creativity um, requires an incubation period. It, it requires a period of cooling off. So find that distraction. For me, it was it was some dumb ass fucking sports thing. Um, and that was really awesome. I also, um, uh, do long distance running. So, uh, that's a distraction. That's, that's good. Um, so anyway, yeah, find an overall distraction just in general, but not during your study periods. Stick to the fucking grindstone on that. All right. Okay. Now we're going to kind of close this out by talking about time blocking. What I mean by time blocking is just that. Block out chunks of time when you do certain things. Again, do not deviate. And go back to the thing about know thyself. So, um, and, and, and this does take some experimentation in my experience to know whether or not you're better at creative um, subjects at certain times, at number subjects at certain times, at very complex problems at certain times. That uh, that takes a little bit of experimentation in my, um, I guess, in my experience. So, um, but with time blocking, everything that I have ever read and practiced um, is do not, again, with the, uh, with the take breaks thing, do not stack this shit on top of each other. Because... What ends up happening if you time block to the minute, you say, I'm going to do this until this time, and then I'm going to do this, is things uh, either slide into one another, and then it upsets your whole schedule. It's kind of like a going to a music festival, and somebody's late. Well, there's 300 fucking bands. If one person's late, that means... Fuck that ripple effect. There's 30 people that are fucking late now, or somebody's got to do a short set. People are pissed. Just don't do it. Leave some breathing room in there. So kind of what I do is say, and this is kind of true in work too. Say from eight to nine, you're going to work on metrics and reporting. This let's use a work example. Eight to nine, you're going to work on metrics and reporting and connecting the dots on everything. And then not from uh, not from nine to ten. That 9 to 10 is sort of a free hour to get caught up on things, to get caught up on emails, to answer people, to make phone calls, to return phone calls. From 10 to 11, however, that's, uh, that's when you are working on a presentation or whatever that is. I don't know. I don't know what you do. Maybe you're an accountant. I don't fucking know. So um, the point point is don't stack your different tasks that are at that you absolutely have to get done on top of each other because uh, things will slide and the other thing that will happen is in my experience you are more prone to distraction you are more prone to say oh my god I got this fucking thing I gotta do and I'm checking Twitter over here and I'm doing this all at the same time and then your work sort of suffers and it kind of sucks Okay, now we're going to get to the extreme example. And this is called the Pomodoro Technique. If you're not familiar with the Pomodoro Technique, 
It is, um, I don't know, it was made by this dude, and pomodoro is Italian for tomato, all right? And it's based on this idea of this tomato timer. It's a kitchen timer. And um, his whole idea is to work in 25, uh, in basically 30-minute increments. But 25 minutes of those increments are 100% dedicated to whatever subject that you're working on. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. Maybe you're writing a report. Maybe you are uh, doing research. Maybe you are fucking doing finance and wanting to fucking bash your head into the wall. Do that for 25 minutes. And then uh, without distraction, and this is part of it too, like if you get distraction, you have to reset the timer. And the idea is that you do actually set a timer with this whether it's a kitchen timer, whether it's these fucking, they sell these tomato timers. You can look it up. You, you're a smart person. You have the internet, obviously. Look it up. P-O-M-O-D-O-R-O technique. Uh, and when that timer dings, all right, boom. Now you got five minutes. You can do whatever the hell you want. All right. You can scratch your butt. You can fucking check Twitter. You can uh, pick your nose. Um, something else. I don't know. And uh, when that five minutes is up, Boom, you start another Pomodoro. And you kind of do that. I don't know. It's like, it kind of reminds me of that Da Vinci sleep. I don't know if anybody's seen that Seinfeld episode where like, Kramer sleeps for like 20 minutes every two hours or whatever. <laughs> and it turns him into a crazy person. Um, I, I personally, um, I have used the Pomodoro technique. Uh, it that hasn't worked as well for me as just regular old time blocking. Um, but I do know people that it has worked really well for. And if you are struggling with, uh, you know, uh, deficit in, in, in attention, maybe you have ADHD or something like that, which, and I'm not joking about that, like I, fucking lots of people do. Um, maybe you're addicted to your phone. Lots of people are. This could be a really great way to try and break those habits and get you into really um, dedicated study habits that can work for you. I don't know. Those are some things that I have done. Uh, they have worked really well for me. I, I rarely get into a, a situation where I'm like, I don't know how to fucking study. Um, I may elaborate on some of this stuff, maybe how to take a test in a future ep. Uh, that's short for episode. Saved a lot of time there. So, uh, by shortening that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that's a, a pretty good just uh, blanket overview of some things to help you study. Good luck. Classes start soon. I just paid my freaking bill for the semester, and I got a, uh, I got a, a message from one of my professors saying, "Hey, your fucking module is open." I'm like, "Class doesn't start for three fucking weeks." Are you kidding me? Uh, barf. And then I went and I threw up in a in a garbage can, and um, that's uh, that's how it goes. You know, you're in an MBA program. <laughs> that's fucking how it goes. Hope you like it. Uh, hope you like the show. Share it with a friend, that sort of thing. Love y'all. Getting to the end here. The opinions and views expressed in the show are that of the host only. They do not represent their children, wives, dogs, employers, co-workers, neighbors, in-laws, friends, acquaintances, or esteemed university faculty. Oh, no.